Welcome back to Devori Darkens Live, episode number 164. And in today's show, I'm answering the question, why do you become what you think about? Yes, how your thoughts turn into the results that you're getting in all the areas of your life. We're going to dive into that, and I'm going to give you some simple steps that you could take to improve the way that you think, and we can go from there. And this is why having a purpose in life is everything. Because your thinking is influence on whether or not you're living your purpose. Meaning, why are you waking up in, in the morning? What is your life all about? What are you focusing on? When you're unclear of that, you have created more confusing thoughts. And confusing thoughts make you feel how? They don't make you feel good, right? You, you feel even more confused. You feel upset. You feel frustrated. And now you're not really motivated to do anything all coming from the way that you were thinking, right? This is why when you discover your purpose in life, it gives you the clarity that you've been seeking all along because everything starts with why, which is in parentheses, purpose. Purpose equals reason. Purpose equals why. When you know your why, then it helps you set the right goals. It helps you create the, the right vision for yourself. And when you have that, that's like step one to establishing clarity in your life, knowing what your purpose is. So if you don't know what yours is, which is the whole point of this, uh, you can go to the link in my bio and download right now the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. comes with a free video. You can watch it yourself, fill out the cheat sheet. And uh, once you finish doing that, you'll know what your purpose in life is. Now, second secondly, uh, as always, I have people who are watching, and it might be you, where you're ready to take the next step to figure out Hey, is Devore the right guy to hold you accountable? Is Devore the right person that can mentor you? If you want to find out if that is me and we're a great fit so you can get to where you want to go and you can stop wasting time and repeating the same mistakes day in and day out, schedule a life audit call. We'll have a conversation and we'll go from there. Now, where are we starting right now? We're starting with the question, why do you become what you think about? Why is that? You know, it doesn't matter if you're talking about relationships, if you're talking about business, uh, if you're talking about health, you'll find that in every area of your life, the way that you think is why it is the way that it is. Now, because we don't learn this early on, uh, we don't think that way. We don't see things from that perspective, right? We see things from the perspective of, hey, this inconvenience is happening in my life because of so-and-so or because of the government or my parents or my boss. That's why I have these problems. That's initially what we do first. And you know what it is? It's like these levels of understanding. So level number one is you don't know what you don't know. You're ignorant about this. You're getting results and you're thinking the reason why the results are happening is because of what's going on out there. And then level number two, you start to connect the dots a little bit. You start to realize, wait a minute, I keep having these type of relationships or I keep having this health problem or I keep making this mistake, not because of what's going on out there, but because of me. And even though you may know that, on level number two, you still don't do nothing about it. So, so you know you're the cause. You see that, but 
you're still going to keep making the same mistake. You're not, you're not doing anything to change it. And then what people usually do, generally speaking, they get a mentor, they get help, and they start being held accountable to do the things they know they should be doing. Or they start being held accountable for the way that they think. Right? So when you go and you associate yourself with people who are where you want to be, you can't help but be on your game. You can't act like the way you've been. You, you've got to become this different version of yourself. And when you're around people like that, it helps with accountability. And then level four, you start doing it without any accountability. It becomes natural. So I, I go through those four levels because this topic, that's exactly what's going on with people. The majority of people out there in the world, the masses, meaning the people who are robots, they're just doing whatever they were told to do. They're definitely at level one. They don't even know that this is a fact. They don't see it that way. And so if you're wondering, okay, well, what am I going to get uh, out of listening to this? Okay, DeVore, you kind of got my attention. Why should I listen to you in the first place? Well, because I was losing in my life for a while there in multiple areas. I was losing when it came to money. I was losing when it came to relationships. I was losing when it came to my own happiness and, and mental well-being. Why? Because I didn't understand. I was level one. I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know that I was causing myself all that pain. I didn't know that I could change the way that I was thinking and get in control of myself. I didn't know that I could forgive. I didn't know I could let things go. I didn't know I could be 10 times more confident. I didn't know at the time that I didn't need anybody. I just needed myself to step up. I didn't know any of that. I was at level one. Don't know what you don't know. So I kept making the same mistake over and over and over again. And then because of God or the universe, divine, call it whatever you want, I immediately went to level two when I sat down one day and I was just sitting there like, wait a minute, this happened to me again. I'm the problem. I don't know exactly what's causing it, but I know I'm causing it and I need to figure that out. And whether that was, again, God was looking out for me, but I, I, even though people may have said that or hinted at that, I wasn't listening then. But in that moment, when I was by myself, I was just sitting there like, you know what? I, I, I'm the problem. I am the problem. It keeps happening. So it's got to be me. Well, did that mean that I changed what I was doing? Not immediately. But I was finally aware. I was level two. I knew, but I still wasn't doing and then when I went and did something that I find most people don't ever do, and it's something that I knew I should have done when I was 18, is I went and I got a mentor. You see, what's the difference between level two and level three? Level two is you still try to do it yourself. You know what to do, but you don't do it. And you find yourself still not doing it because you're trying to do it yourself. You don't know what you're doing. Remember, you don't know what you don't know. And uh, I went to a mentor, started learning, started to do exactly what he told me to do. And now I'm at level three. I know what I'm doing and I'm doing it. And it doesn't happen overnight. Listen, changing the way that you think and realizing why you become the way that you think, that isn't just going to all click 100% right now. But maybe this episode today gets you 20% of the way there. 
Maybe this episode is the remaining 20%. Maybe you're already 80% there. Maybe you're at 99% and just what I'm going to say in the next five minutes may be a freaking for you. And you're like, I got it. Everybody's on their own journey, okay? So it doesn't matter where you're at. Just understand that things are working out for you. You just got to keep moving forward, okay? And, I, and as I say that, what, what's the problem here? And so why is this even a question? Because the problem is your results are the way that they are, and they're never going to change until you understand why they are the way that they are and then the steps you should take. Right. So when I say results, I'm talking about if you took out a sheet of paper right now and you're going to make some columns and each column will be titled something. So the first column will be titled health. The second column will be titled happiness. The third column will be titled wealth. The fourth column could be titled career and the fifth column could be titled family. And all I want you to do with those five columns is just rank them on a, on a scale of one to five. Five being excellent, okay? Now, one being poor. Five would mean that your dreams came true, okay? Five would mean that the dream you had in your mind, it manifested into a reality. You're currently living that dream. That would be what a five is. A one is, you, know, you're not, you don't even have a dream. You don't even know what you're doing. And I want you to rank those different areas. Again, area number one, is health. Area number two is happiness. Area number three is wealth. Area number four is career. And area number five is family. And just rank that. And when you've got the answers down, that is what I mean when I say results. Because the results tell the story. And the problem is people have yet to accept that fact. Right? When you keep thinking that your problems is because of someone else or something else outside of you. This is what's going on. You're not looking at the results properly. You're thinking it's someone else. It's not. Look at your results and be honest with yourself. And then after you see that, ask yourself, what is my mindset in those different areas? Like when it comes to health, how do you think about health? Mental and physical. How do you think about that? Do you think positive, constructive, confident thoughts? Or do you think negative thoughts? Right? That, that's just health. What about happiness? Living your purpose in life. Being true to yourself. Being authentic. Doing what you truly want to do. Do you find that the way you think when it comes to things like that is more proactive? Like, yeah, I can do this. This is fun. I would love to do this. Or is it more like, oh, I, I can never do that. I'm not smart enough. I'm not worthy of that. Like, what's your thinking in that area? What about when it comes to money? How do you think about money? Let me ask you a question. If you had to say out loud to everyone in the world how you thought about money, would you, uh, would you be excited to do that? Like, are you a hater when it comes to money? Or are you a person who's more in control, encouraged, empowered? When you're thinking about money when it comes to you and what you have going on, is it negative thoughts or positive thoughts? I mean, that's as simple as I can make it. 
Same thing with your career. Same thing with your family. You see, I'm asking you to do this because it paints the picture of why the problem is the way that you think about that area of your life. This is why in The Science of Getting Rich, written by Wallace D. Waddles, he clearly states it. Your way of doing things is the direct result of the way that you think about things. The way that you move when it comes to money is a direct result of the way that you think about money. The way that you operate in your relationships is a direct result of the way that you think about relationships. How you eat and your health is a direct result of the way that you think about health, how you think about food, how you think about working out. It's all the same stuff. That's, that's what he's telling us in that book, that there is a science of getting what you want in your life, and it starts with thoughts. It's the way that you think. So, for example, here's the punchline. For the majority of your life, you have been told what to think. And as a result, it has caused you to think the way that you do. Which means what? That means that's why you have the results that you wrote down on that sheet. Because it starts with a thought. So the way that you even think about what I'm saying contributes to what you're going to do about it. So the problem is not acknowledging that, not realizing, wait a minute, I haven't been honest with my results. I keep thinking it's on the outside. It's not me. And I've yet to actually evaluate my results. Like it's easy to speak it and talk about it, but to truly sit down and really hash out the numbers and what the results really say, most people are too scared to do that. But I'm telling you, and I was telling this to my, my, my coaching clients, which I have a call right after this. If you're not clear on where you are because you're refusing to look at your results, that's like you taking out your phone, opening up the mobile app called Google Maps, plugging in the destination of where you want to go, but the Google Maps does not know where you are. So how could you get to where you want to go? The maps can't tell you. It's got to know where you are. If the maps does not know where you are, it's worthless. Because even if you can't put in the destination, you can still use the map to navigate. But if you don't know where you are, you're screwed. Well, if you don't know what your results are right now, you don't even know what are the steps you should be taking. It's very important to reevaluate where we are in the different areas of our life and then prioritize from there. So maybe right now a health is not really a priority for you. That's okay. That's your life. That's your choice. Maybe family is a big one for you right now. You really want to make progress in that area. But at least now you know that. You got to sit down and get clear. So the, the problem is not being able to take responsibility and to admit that. Now, before we get into the steps of what I would do and what I did to improve the way that I started to think, uh, I'm going to read this to you guys. This is coming from the book, The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. It's actually an audio broadcast, and you can always go on 
uh, YouTube and watch it. You'll have no problem finding it. I would argue that it's the best, call it motivational, call it educational when it comes to development of a person. Whatever the proper term would be, I don't think there's anything else out there like it. It's perfectly um, presented by Earl Nightingale. Well, anyway, somebody transcribed it, whether his family or foundation, and then they put it in a book. So I'm just reciting the book. And I've read the book and listened to the audio at the same time. It's about 98% accurate. Now, here's the key to success and the key to failure. We become what we think about. Let's say that again. You become what you think about throughout all history. The great wise men and teachers and philosophers and prophets have disagreed with one another on everything except this one thing. And let me turn the page. That we do become what we think about. Uh, this is why he says that William James was quoted, the greatest discovery of my generation is that human beings can alter their lives by altering their attitudes of mind, meaning changing the way that they think. Changing the way that they think. I believe I'm talking about something that everybody's already heard. He calls it the strangest secret because virtually... People still operate as if they've never heard of this concept that you become what you think about. Because if they did, they wouldn't do the things that they're doing. Now, I, that's why I gave you guys the four levels, because you can know that your way of thinking is not serving you and you're still doing it. Right? You, you want to get to level three, which is you know what you should start doing, you know the way you should start thinking, and then you're starting to do that. You're executing, you're applying. You're closing that gap between what you know and what you do. Well, most people, according to him, they don't even know in the first place. Now, if you looked at the behavior of your friends, your family, even yourself, you can make the argument that is true. If people said what they were really thinking, oh, they wouldn't think that way. If people really knew that their thoughts are what's causing what's happening, if they could really accept that idea, it would, it would require what? When you accept that idea, it requires you to look in the mirror and take full responsibility. It requires you to stop blaming something outside. And it requires you to look within and say, you know what? It is me. It is me. So what do we do about it exactly? What should you do? That is a good question, right? What should you do? Well, it starts by, number one, recognizing a few things. And matter of fact, you can actually listen to this audio, and he gives us quite a few things that we can take away from um, uh, this concept of we become what we think about. Now, there's like six steps that you could take. Number one, you can set a definite goal. Now, in order to do that, you need to know what your purpose is, which is why every show I always say, hey, here's the purpose finder cheat sheet, download it so you can discover your life purpose. Because from there, you'll set the right goal for yourself. By setting the right goal for yourself and focusing on that goal, you become the goal, okay? Now, I'm just gonna give you some of the things he said and then I'm gonna get into what I say, okay? Number two, stop running yourself down, meaning stop beating yourself up, okay? People do that, 
they you beat yourself up more, right? You focus on the problem more than the solution. You become the problem. Uh, number three, stop thinking of all the reasons why you cannot be successful and instead think of all the reasons why you can. That was really what I was just saying. And every thought that you're having, you're either thinking about the lack of what you you want or you're thinking about what you don't want or you're thinking about what you do want. Number four, trace your attitudes, the way you think all the way back to your childhood and try to discover where you first got the idea that you couldn't be successful if that's the way you've been thinking. Now, it doesn't take much. If you were to examine your parents, you'll see why you think the way that you do. If you were to examine your family as a whole, you'll see why you made the, some of the decisions that you made because it's passed down. It's your, your product of your environment. So until you consciously evaluate that and say, oh, I see that this is because my family always did this. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to do this. Right. You'll continue to do that. Because that's the way that you think. Right now, let's get into what I, I have to say on this matter. Why do we become what we think about? Well, in order to answer that question, it takes an image. Okay. An image. Now, this is known as the stick person concept. This is definitely one that has been used by Bob Proctor. He got it from a mentor of his, and now I'm sharing it with you. As funny as this looks, it's probably the most powerful idea that you can come across because it answers the question, why do you become what you think about? Well, this big circle is your mind, and the smallest circle is your body. So your body is an instrument of your mind. Your body does exactly what the mind tells it to do. Now, without getting into the weeds, okay, that's really what it is at the end of the day, okay? The thoughts that you have that you get emotion involved in, that's what moves the body into action. Whether those emotions are negative or positive, the body must, must react to those emotions, so it goes like this. The top half of this circle is where you think. So what you're thinking about. The bottom half is the emotion. So when you are thinking and then you get emotion involved in it, meaning you give it your undivided attention and you start to either feel very positive about it or you start to feel very negative about it, you're now taking the idea of what you were thinking about and it's going into the subconscious mind at that point because you're getting emotion involved. Emotions is what is the door to your subconscious mind, basically. Well, as it gets into the second part of your mind, which is the emotional part of your mind, that's when the body must react. That's when the body just executes. See, the orders, they're in the second part of your mind. Whatever is right here, that's why you're doing the things you're doing. So for example, when you were a child and your family always had a dinner every single Saturday, a family dinner every single Saturday, a family barbecue every single Saturday, that idea kept going into your subconscious over and over and over. And then as you became an adult, it's natural for you to do what? Have a party every Saturday, just like your family did. And we could say that for everything else, religion, music, the way you dress, how you talk, all that. It's the same concept. So anyways, your thoughts cause your feelings. Your feelings cause your actions. Your actions lead to the results. That's why you become what you think about. It's really that simple. 
Now, people will overcomplicate it. But if we just keep it very ABC, one, two, three, that's exactly the way that it works. One, or we could do it this way. Step number one is what you think about. Step number two is how it causes you to feel. Step number three, that feeling causes you to behave a certain way. And step number four, that behavior produces the results. And then it happens again because you start to think about the results you're getting. And then it's going on and on and on and on and on. And then it just becomes a way of life. It's just the way that you think, which is why I told you your way of doing things is a direct result of the way that you think about things, how you operate when it comes to money, how you operate when it comes to your relationships, how, how you operate when it comes to business is a direct result of the way that you think about those things in the first place. How do you naturally think when it comes to those things? That's why you're doing the things that you're doing. It's really that simple. So when I'm working, let's say, with a business owner, because I have quite a few people that I coach that are business owners, it's always the same thing. Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm having a problem with my marketing. I just I'm not confident to to get out there and, and create this content and put these videos up. And it's like, all right, well, wh why not? Well, because, you know, I'm thinking that people they're they're going to judge me and. You know, I'm going to have people who say bad things about my stuff and they're going to hate on me. And and OK, so what are you thinking about more? Are you thinking about what people may say or are you thinking about helping people? And then they it hits them and they realize, oh, shit, that's why I'm not taking any action, because all I'm ever thinking about is what what's the worst case scenario, what other people may say, which that doesn't even matter. See, what happened is they're too busy thinking about what they don't want instead of thinking about what they do want. You want to go out there and you want to help people. Just focus on that. That's how I operate this entire podcast, my business, my content. The whole purpose behind all of it is to help you become successful. That's all I care about. If I get some viral videos out of it, if I get some extra likes here or there, if I get some great recognition, you know, things like that, that's amazing. But that's not more important than actually seeing you become successful, getting those messages. I get all the time in my DMs like, hey, Devorah, you know, your podcast, it really helped me. You know, I was having such a hard time. I was in depression. I had this going on and I your podcast came exactly when I needed it. That's more important than what other people think about what I'm saying or what my family or friends may think. I could care less about all that. Now, that's why I become a person who is able to help you because that's the way I think. But if I was thinking all day long, oh, what are they going to say on TikTok? Oh, what about the views on TikTok? What about the algorithm? Why isn't it working? Am I being shadow banned? What's going on over here? What's the next hack? Then that means I'm never thinking about actually helping you. I'm too busy thinking about myself, which would cause me to do what? Procrastinate when it comes to the podcast. Procrastinate when it comes to the content procrastinate when it comes to doing what I'm supposed to be doing because I'm focusing on the wrong things. I don't know if there's any a, a better way to put it than that. You know, if, if you really want to go another step is to take out a, a sticky note and put it on your desk or your, your restroom mirror, uh, your car, the question, what am I focusing on? What am I focusing on? Answer that question. What are you focusing on the most? Are you focusing on what you don't want, what you don't like, what you hate, what so-and-so said? Why don't so-and-so understand? Why won't they do what you would do? 
Why can't they just do the right thing? If that's all you ever think about, then that's what you become because it ends up being a, of how should I put it? it? You end up becoming obsessed with thinking about what you don't want, which means you're never going to get it. Sooner or later, you need to move forward. You need to let the past go and just move forward. And you got to focus on what you can control, which is yourself and you waking up every single day and doing what you're supposed to be doing to get what you do want. But that's never going to happen if all your time and your energy and your emotions are going towards what you don't want. Very simple, basic. You probably heard it a thousand times, but here's the question. What does your results say? Does your results show that you understand this concept that you do become what you think about? Does your results show that you made improvements in the way that you think? And how do you know you made improvements? Because the results show that. Are you still buying things you know you shouldn't buy? Are you still trying to seek the approval of others? Are you still trying to copy what other people are doing? Are you still worried about what other people may think of you? That's going to tell you where you're at. Can you get to a point where you don't really care about what other people think? Absolutely you can. Absolutely. I really used to care about what other people would think of me. Today I don't care because I know I can't control that. I can't control how another person's thinking. That's their own thinking. I can only control myself. When I started to understand that, I I just let that stuff go. Who cares? Because life is short and sooner or later, it's going to be over. So do I really want to spend years and years and years giving my emotions and, and my mind having that all dominated by this thought about what other people think of me? This includes family. Because at the end of the day, you're the one that has to wake up and live your life. And you are either going to be one of two people. And I learned this from the military. You are either going to be in charge of your life because you think for yourself and you're aware that you do become what you think about. So you focus on what you want and think and the things that you can control. Or you're the person where someone else is in charge of your life. Your work is in charge of your life. Your culture is in charge of your life. Your parents are in charge of your life. Your friends are in charge of your life. Strangers on social media is in charge of your life. Social media is in charge of your life. Like that's what's going to happen. The concept is that they used to tell us in the military, hey, if you don't take charge of your career and take the initiative to be in control of what you're doing, we will. And if you leave it up to us, you're not going to be where you want to be. And we can say the same thing about life. If you don't take control of yourself, life will do that. The streets will do that. That's exactly what's going to happen. Now, give me a second because I don't want to forget about my people on TikTok because my phone actually just died on them. There we go. But that's where we're at. So if we plan to change it, 
We got we to gotta take some responsibility. There's no question about that. We got to understand why we become what we think about. I, just, I showed you that visually. Right? Thoughts cause feelings. Feelings cause actions. Actions lead to results. I asked you to rate your results. Your health. Your happiness. Your wealth. Your career. And your family. Rank those on a scale or rate those on a scale of one to five. Five being what? Excellent. It's exactly what you planned it to be. It, your dreams have come true. One would be poor. Thank you, TikTok. I know that uh, my phone died and uh, I got you guys back on. Right? That's what I asked you guys to do is to rank your results. That way, you know, okay, what area do I want to improve first? And then start changing your thinking in that area. Now, this is all great information, but it doesn't mean anything if you don't do something about it. So how do you do something about this? Well, already in this show, I, I've given you things to do. Number one, like I said, was to sit down and rate your results in the different areas of your life, right? That's physical action number one. Physical action number two is definitely... You need to start going to someone who has the results you want in that area. And you need to start doing exactly what they tell you to do. Now, who could this individual be? It could be somebody like Earl Nightingale. It could be that. An author of a book. It could be a person like me who is a mentor. Where you can get coached by me. It could be that. It could be someone that you listen to. It could be a family member who does have the results you want, or they do have the results you want. It doesn't matter. The, the principle is the same. You don't, remember, you're either on level, you're probably by now at least on level two, if you're able to see the, the area of your life that is not going the way you want it to go and you realize it's you. So if you're going to go to level three, you got to go to someone who's at level four already. Because they know how to go from level two to level three, to level three to level four. Now, again, how do you find that person? I told you a multitude of ways. A book, an author, and just sticking with one book. Most people, they think, oh, I need to read a thousand books. I need to read a hundred books if I'm going to be successful. Guys, that's so far from the truth. You can read a hundred books and still not be successful. You only become successful if you could just take one idea out of a book and execute it with discipline. That's how you become successful. So don't worry about trying to go out there and buy all these books because that's never going to be the answer. The answer is going to be your execution. The, the execution. Now, I'm a guy who I have read quite a few books. And the book that I've definitely read the most is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And in Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, he has a chapter called Specialized Knowledge which is the whole point that I'm making to you right now. If you're going to go out there and change the way that you think, you got to go to someone who already thinks that way because they know what to do, right? This is the problem. Or let me say it this way. This is the person you're looking for. An educated person is not necessarily one who has an abundance of general or specialized knowledge. An educated person is one who has so developed the faculties of their mind that they may acquire anything that they want or its equivalent without violating the rights of others. In 2023, what does that mean? It's a person who is getting exactly what they want to get because that's what they decided to get. 
and they're getting it in the area that you want to get it in. So when you look at someone and you're trying to figure out who should I listen to, who, how do I know they're the right fit for me, right? A mentor. All you got to do is look at their results. Like if you're, if you're trying to get in the best shape of your life, why would you be following someone who's obese? That doesn't make any sense, right? And, and why would you follow someone who clearly is not sharing the entire story? You got you to be patient enough to seek out someone who is telling you both sides of it, who's being authentic, who really doesn't care whether you buy from them or not, right? Who can demonstrate through their results and the stories that they tell you that, oh yeah, they have been in that situation before. Like if, if they're not telling you any stories, I wouldn't be listening. That's why I constantly repeat my stories so you guys know I'm just not on here trying to re regurgitate some quotes that I read out of a book. That's not what this is. Like, I feel obligated to share this with you guys because I used to be like most people. I cared too much about what other people were thinking about me, which they probably would never think about me anyway. I definitely didn't start out my life in the best way because both of my parents were drug addicts, but that's outside of my control. I couldn't control the fact that my cousin molested me. I couldn't control that. I couldn't control that, you know what, my adopted mother, she passed away in high school. And from that point on, I was on my own and I had to figure it all out. And through trial and error in my entire 20s, I kept making the same mistakes over and over and over again until I turned 30, finally woke up, got a freaking mentor. And now my life is an absolutely 180. Beautiful wife, beautiful home. You know, we're married. We're going to have a daughter. Cross my fingers. Um, my life is amazing. I, I really, I have nothing, there's nothing to complain about. I'm just 100% grateful. And it's because I get to wake up in the day on top of all that. And I get to talk about this and I get to talk about it in a way that absolutely helps you become successful. And then you end up sending me a message telling me how much does this help you become successful? If that's not winning, then what is, you know? So I'm not just quoting this because it sounds good. I'm quoting you guys because I live this way and I'm telling you, unless you can prove that what Napoleon Hill is saying is wrong, I would incline you to listen. I really would. That's why he said an educated person is someone who knows how to go out there and get what they want. That's the person you go to. That's the person that you need to go to. And then you need to find out how do they think about what it is I'm trying to achieve. What are their habits when it comes to what I'm trying to achieve? Like, that's why success is really simple. I, I was just on another coaching call before this with another group, and we were talking about financial literacy. Like, it's basic information. Your income should always exceed your expenses. That sounds very simple, very basic. But if you look at the way that people move and the decisions they're making, it's like they never heard of that. They have more expenses than they do income and they never change it. And this goes on for years. And then they complain, oh, well, you know, the economy, the inflation, the eggs are too much. The gas has gone up. And but that's the gas and the eggs and the economy. That's not really the problem. The problem is, is you're not doing what you know you should be doing when it comes to your money. And a lot of it has to do because you haven't gone to someone who's great at money and you haven't committed to yourself to do exactly what they tell you to do. 
And as a result, you keep thinking the same way because that's how, that's how you've always thought when it came to money. That's why you become what you think about because that's how you keep thinking. You're not going to someone who's thinking opposite and adopting their thinking. You keep thinking the old way. And we know there's another quote out there and there's tons of quotes here and there, whatever. You know, you cannot solve that problem with the same thinking that caused the problem in the first place. That's what people are doing. So we have to understand that mindset is everything. We got to go to the person who has the mindset that we need to get the results we're trying to get. You see, hold on, let me read this again. This is actually before this on page 116, chapter five, specialized knowledge, thinking or rich. He says that uh, a lack of understanding of this fact has been the source of confusions or confusion to millions of people who falsely believe that knowledge is power. It is nothing of the sort. Knowledge is only potential power. It becomes power only when and if it is organized into definite plans of action and direct it to a definite end. What does that mean in 2023? It means execute. You cannot just know and think that's enough. Matter of fact, I think the biggest curse is when you know too much. When you know too much and you have the mindset of like, I know everything already, you're never going to do anything because that means you can't hold yourself accountable. Like that, that you're never going to learn that way. That's closed minded right there. Right? So knowledge doesn't mean anything if you're not executing on it. This podcast doesn't mean anything unless you do something. You got to go do anything that I say. Just one thing I said today, go act on it. That's the only way you get something out of this. You can get motivated, but that's temporary. If you want long lasting success, it comes through consistency of what? Consistently taking action, doing the things you said you're going to do, doing the things you know you should do. Don't know what you should do? Go to someone who does, who's actively doing it. It's that simple. So that's what I would do when it comes to this topic. We become what we think about. What do you do about it? You go to someone who's thinking the way that you need to think to get the results you want to get because they have those results. I mean, that's, there's no shortcuts, guys. But if there was going to be a shortcut that we could label just hypothetically here, the shortcut would be, Go to someone who already thinks that way. Do exactly what they tell you to do. And don't stop until you can prove that they're wrong. That's really the shortcut. Because that means you don't have to spend... Like, get this. If someone would have told me when I was 18, Hey, man, I know you hate your father, but let me just tell you this really quick. If you continue to hate him, you're going to ruin the rest of your 20s. Maybe I would have listened. Maybe I would have not listened. But nobody ever told me that. If someone would have told me that, maybe I would have thought twice. Maybe I would have woke up sooner. Regardless of the fact that you are where you are now, and the only path forward is to go where you want to be. Go to the people who are already where you want to be. And then start associating with them. Start learning from them. Start thinking the way that they think and do the things that they do. And you're going to find in a relatively short period of time that you're going to win. You're going to be successful because in the same amount of time, you can become a failure by hanging around people who just talk negatively all day. So we know it works when, when we do the negative, when we hang out with the negative people, we know what happens. The quality of our life goes down and it doesn't take long. 
So why can't we believe that that will happen on the positive side? That's how you take this concept today and you do exactly what you need to do to get to where you want to go. That's how, that's how you take care of it. All right, let's get into some uh, questions here because uh, I don't have quite a few. So let me work my way through it. And I'm going to bring it on the screen today. And we had an interruption on TikTok, so a lot of the questions I had in the beginning of the show are not here. So if you've been watching, re-ask your question because I'm looking at a brand new chat. So anything that was before five minutes ago, I would re-ask your question, by the way. All right. Yeah, see, here's a comment, but I can't see the original one because, again, my phone died during that time. Um, let's see here. As someone who's financially low, is it best to get to know them or not? What's your view on that? Uh, who's financially low, knowing them for what reasons exactly? You're talking about a colleague. You're talking about a friend. What are you talking about exactly? Talking about someone you potentially want to date. What do you, can you be a little bit more specific, please, Ruby? I will say this, if someone's, if you look at someone's results and, you know, as in an intimate relationship, like you're going to date them, um, well, listen, it, it, whether you're going to, you're looking to date somebody or you're looking to build a business relationship or an acquaintance or you want to network or you do want to find some general positive friends. The principle is always the same. Who is it that you desire to be with? Who is it that you desire to associate with? And ask yourself this, who would they want to associate with? And are you that person? That's ex I know that sounds like a lot, but let's go through it again. I want, you may have to write this down. Who are the people that you want to associate with on an intimate level, business level, family, who are these people exactly? Then ask yourself, what are the type of people that they would want to associate with intimately, business-wise, family? And then ask yourself one more question. Are you that person? Right? So if we just take the relationship route, which is your question, who is it that you desire to be with? Who is it that you desire to share your life with? Who is that person? Who are they when it comes to their health? Who are they when it comes to their career? Who are they when it comes to their finances? Who are they when it comes to family? Now ask yourself, who would they want to be with based on that information? Who would they want to associate with? Who would they want to be in a relationship with intimately? And they may, again... I'm going to go through an example here and then ask yourself, are you that person? Now, let's say, um, uh, let's see here. Let's say that you are, um, let's say you're a man. Let's do it this way. You're a guy and you want to marry a woman and you want to have a family and you're looking for a great mother, someone who has good head on their shoulders they are easy to get along with. They're easy to talk with. 
there's not going to be many arguments. You guys are going to be able to put your heads together and it's not going to be this back and forth ego thing. Well, if you're that type of guy wanting that, you got to ask yourself, who would she want to be with? You already said who you wanted to be with. Who would she want to be with? And she may say, yeah, I want to be with a guy who's confident, who's clear in communication, who knows how to take the lead, who can take responsibility, who can financially provide, especially if we need that to happen, right? Who is a family man first, right? Who, you know, isn't going out there and wasting all of his money away, right? She may say, I want to be with someone like that. And they don't even have to own their own business. But if they're, if they're just doing what they're supposed to be doing in, 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 in life, are they successful? Are they doing what they said they wanted to do? Now, here's the real question. Are you that man right now? Is that the way your results are? Is that the way you move? If she was to look at your results, would it, say, would it, would it show that? Now, listen, are we all perfect? No. In a perfect world, we we get these perfect people we want to date. Nobody, that's not that's not gonna happen. Okay. Even if you just considered half of what I said, even if you were not everything that she wanted, but were you at least half of that? Could you be at least half of that? Right? That's the question. Am I even half of that? Because if you're not, you're you're not gonna attract those people. It just isn't going to happen because that's not the way you think, right? That's why Wallace D. Waddles is right on point. Your way of doing things is a direct result of the way that you think about things. Your relationships are what they are because of the way that you think about relationships, how you operate in relationships. And the same thing could be said for women. Excuse me. You're a woman and you're looking for a particular type of man you got to ask yourself, who is that person when it comes to family, when it comes to finances, when it comes to career, who are they exactly? And who would they want to be with? And then am I that person that they wouldn't want to be with? And you, you don't lie to yourself. You got to be honest there. Because if you're, if you're willing to ask yourself those questions and you're honest about it, then that means you're probably willing to at least consider changing to be that person. Listen, let's do it this way. Tell me exactly the goal you have in your life right now. Everybody that's watching right now, what is the one thing you truly want in the next 12 months? And it's got to be something that's never happened before. Okay. I'm talking about a, a legitimate goal here, something that you truly desire to happen. I want you to really think about that. What is that goal for you? What is that goal? Like, for example, I set this goal back five years ago. I was like, I want to become the father I never had. I want to become the man that I don't often see out of men. I need to become an example of this person that I want because I, I want to coach people. So I, I got to be... An example, I got to be a product of the product. My goal is to be successful in helping you become successful in your life. So, okay, having said that, what type of person would you want to listen to 
that would help you do that. Then the question is, am I that person? Well, five years ago, I was not. So then I had to get to work, right? I had to go out there, get a mentor. So when I say get a mentor, I've done that. I've done that at the high level. I'm not talking $200 a month or a thousand bucks here, 10,000 bucks here. I'm talking like 30, over $30,000, easy. So I went out there and I've gotten a high level mentor before. Well, what about when I tell people, hey, you got to be grateful for your life. I spent the first year of my journey, I spent every single day posting my gratitude list to Facebook. I've been doing gratitude ever since then. So now when people watch the podcast, they know they're not listening to someone that's just over here quoting stuff, trying to get your money. That's not what this is. You're listening to someone who lives this, who teaches this who coaches people, who's been coached, who clearly is a product of the product. That's the type of person you do want to listen to. So I had to become that person. I wasn't that person in the beginning. In order to become that person, I had to start thinking like that person. And in order to think like that person, I had to go to someone who was already doing it. Which is why I say, you know, my, my mentor was Bob Proctor. So I went to someone who thought the way that I knew I needed to start thinking to help people become successful. It's the same principle every single time is my point about what I just said. You got to ask yourself, do you, are you even clear on the type of person you want to be with? Then ask yourself, who does that person really want to be with? And then ask yourself, am I that person? And then apply that concept and everything else. And you'll find exactly what you should be doing. Jessica Marker writes, I tried to do so much of what you're saying and it ended up at rock bottom. My whole life fell apart. I don't know how to turn any of it around now. I want to be able to. Tr oh, hold on. It stops there. Well, that sounds like, a, you know, a big statement. Um. And maybe in your point of view, you did everything exactly to the T. So if you feel that way, then clearly you still did not because the results say otherwise. Now, I don't know exactly what situation that you feel you, you did everything you're supposed to do. You'd have to be, uh, you'd have to explain a little bit more about what situation that happened to you that makes you say that statement. Like what exactly happened that has caused you to believe that what you wrote in the comment section there, because that's the first step to changing this whole thought process around. Elaine Wilson says, I want to be able to travel. So let me ask you a question. What are you doing right now to put yourself in a position to go travel? Are you thinking all of the, are you thinking about all the ways that you can travel? Have you really sat down and considered what are all the ways that I can travel where I'm at right now? I may not have financial freedom. I may not make all the money I want to make, but what could I do right now to start traveling? Have you sat down and actually did that? Because if you want to be the person who travels all the time, then that would mean that that's all you think about. And you think about all the ways that you could travel all the time. 
And you would be a person who knows how to travel on a budget, who knows how to travel with no money, who knows how to travel luxury, who knows how to travel out of state, out of country, locally. One of this, early in my relationship, we, we travel, I mean, we travel more than anybody that I, I personally know. I would, I could argue. I mean, we're going to Aruba uh, in the next couple of weeks. We're going to Chicago next week. We just got back from Austin. Um, we went up to the lakes over here in California uh, a few weeks ago. We're always going somewhere. And I told my wife early on when I realized that we were traveling a lot, even during COVID, we, we traveled constantly. I was telling people, I was telling her, you know, it's fascinating because everybody makes excuses on why they can't travel. They use money as an excuse. They never even sat down and truly got creative. It really doesn't cost that much to travel. But if you're looking at ads all day and trying to find this high level luxury cruise, of course, it's going to cost some money. But you'd be amazed at where you live right now. Something beautiful is like around the corner. Or 10 miles away, 30 miles away in another, like you'd be amazed at all the traveling you could do. There's not, there's not enough time in our lives to travel everywhere. There isn't and actually enjoy it. So you, if you heard what I just said, why am I able to travel a lot? Because what I just said is the way that I think. I think like it's always possible. I don't think about the money. I don't think about why it can't be done. I only think about why it can. I think about the opportunities and I think about how can I take advantage of those opportunities. Uh, my wife and I, we're going to be going to Paris for like a baby moon, so to speak. And um, we've been using the Alaskan credit card on everything that we buy for almost a year now. And as a result, we now have more than enough points to take that trip virtually for free. See, we already started to think like people who wanted to always travel. If you're always traveling, you're already thinking this way. You're already trying to take advantage of the reward points, the travel points, the mileage. And a lot of people say, oh, well, is it even worth it? Doesn't even work. That's why it doesn't work for you because you're thinking like it doesn't work. Michael Morris writes, just became a realtor. I'd like a transaction every month. So in order to do that, how should you start thinking, Michael? How would you think if you were already doing two deals a month, how would you be thinking differently? Go to someone who's already doing two deals a month and look at how they think about real estate. Look at how they see real estate. Matter of fact, don't go to someone who has two deals. Go to someone who has the amount of deals you ultimately want to get to. If you ultimately want to get to, let's say, you have your own brokerage, you know, you got real estate agents under you and you're doing like 30 deals a month. You need to go to someone who already owns a brokerage and you need to find a way to connect with them and, and learn under them. I do, even if you have to do it for free, you got to understand the education you will get from working side by side with someone who has the results you want. There is no price you can put on that. You can go to the best colleges and still is never going to rival that. Everyday horoscope, I think is how so people, how do people who get cheated on manifest it? Is it something they manifest? Um, that's a good question. 
Well, I would say it happens on a multitude of ways. Number one, it happens because usually people are not dating the person they should be dating. Uh, most people are dating because they've settled, they've conformed, they're just taking what they can get, and they haven't really developed themselves. That's, that's number one. Number two, uh, I would argue that people are poor when it comes to communication, which means they don't set healthy boundaries to begin with. And uh, they allow people to take advantage of them. So when you never take account, of, if you never take responsibility for that, you'll always find someone who will do that to you. Uh, and number three, uh, that doesn't always mean that it's necessarily a bad thing in the end. Um, for example, if you're looking to, um, let's say you have a family and you desire to have a better relationship, have a better family. Uh, find the right partner. And that's all you keep thinking about. One or two things are going to happen. One, your current partner is going to change. Or two, they will cheat on you, do something wrong, or you will finally walk away. And then that opens up the time, the space, and the energy to attract the person that really should be there in the first place. So um, that's it's not always all bad. Sometimes something like that has to happen because it takes you towards where you need to be to receive the next thing that you really want. Well, that's the show today, guys. Um, I think we answered the question really clearly. And my only thing for you is what are you going to do about what I said today? That's where it really means the most for you. That's where you find how to get something out of today's show is by doing exactly um, what we talked about. All right. That's it. Thank you for listening to the Devore Darkens Live podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you master your mindset so you can manifest more money, more freedom, and a better life. Remember, subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow me on Facebook, TikTok, and IG at Devore Darkens. Love you and take care. <laughs>